This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. We'll also release this podcast separately on Becker Private Equity. Today's discussion is private equity acquisitions of medical practices, eight key points. So, so this is a fascinating area. Somebody asked me to do a podcast about this, and we greatly appreciate that. In fact, if you listen to this all the way through, if you have an idea for another podcast, and, and, and you text Scott Becker at 773-766-5322, would be thrilled to send you an Amazon gift certificate for $100. It's got to be the first one to do so. But thank you for listening. Again, private equity transactions with medical practice, eight key points. First, practice acquisitions, transactions by private equity funds investing in practices, including bolt-on practices, uh, were down sharply last year in 2023. Second, most practices sort of zero out their income at the end of the year, especially practices of a mid-size or smaller, so that all the compensation is largely distributed to physicians. They're not usually keeping what's called EBITDA or earnings in the practice, whether it's really distributed out through compensation to physicians. Now, when somebody has a private equity transaction, they do something a little bit different. They cut some of the income to create ongoing earnings or EBITDA. This leads to a, a number that somebody can place a value on by attaching a multiple to it. So let's say a practice distributed $10 million a year. Now going forward, it's going, to, it's going to distribute $8 million a year. This means it's created $2 million in earnings that are ongoing for the practice. That $2 million gets multiplied by a multiple, let's say, eight times to create a $16 million value in the practice. And then the physicians are selling part of that practice for that valuation number uh, at that $16 million, and, and depending on how much they're selling. So in, in any event, that's the concept of the value being created by reducing income. Third, the goal in these practice transactions is to restore that income reduction by increased reimbursement, improved operation, or answer income. And when things are going well, and you could add answers on easily, this can happen and go well and the physicians end up making the same amount of money in a couple of years that they made before the transaction, and everybody's happy. Unfortunately, it's become harder and harder to do that. Fourth, when these practice transactions are done, the buyer will typically use debt to finance part of that practice transaction. So if you're buying it in an eight to 10 multiple, that earnings stream, half of that will typically come through debt. And you have to remember, Many of these practices never really had substantial debt before. Now they're living in a very different model in terms of debt versus equity. And so you take a $16 million value in that income stream, $8 million might be put in an equity, $8 million might be put in debt on top of the practice. So all of a sudden you've got a serious debt number on the practice. And that could be okay, but we'll talk about where that's a problem. Where this becomes a problem is when margins get tougher and it gets harder to service this debt, and rather getting closer and closer to income restoration, you see more and more challenges with income. We've heard a couple stories the last couple of years with big, big practices essentially not being able to make distributions to their physicians or compensation to their physicians because of how much debt they had taken on and margins softening. We'll also see the discussion of steward healthcare, a hospital chain with lower margins and high debt and moving towards the restructuring. Good. The physician practices that sell into these models hope to make money when they first sell part of the practice to the private equity-sponsored company or fund, and when the private equity firm tries to again sell the practice. So let's say the physician sold 20 or 30% of the practice up front, well, they're going to try and sell more of it on the next stage 
to end up with another what's called bite at the apple, another chance to make money. Now, this all sounds good on paper, economic situations, softening reimbursement, higher inflation, more debt often get in the way of the reality of this. But that's the intent that they'll sell it once, and they'll get a chance to sell some more of it later and get a second bite at the apple. Um, the next point we'll make is there's been some very big practices that have run into serious problems due to high debt loads and the practice is not growing. This is the debacle. You, you want to have income administration. You want to make money. Uh, you want to get the physicians a second bite at winning. And, and often what happens is much more challenges than you expect when you add this kind of debt on and margins don't stay up. Seventh, the FTC has tried to attack practice consolidations, particularly when there's market concentrations, when they see like, oh my goodness, this group owns so much that market, they've got market power there. Again, I often think the FTC is misguided, spending so, spending so much time on hospitals and physicians, they have to spend more time uh, on big payers and so forth. Uh, the eighth point, uh, some studies have shown that private equity efforts and acquisitions drive up reimbursement. There's a study out of the University of California, Berkeley, in the antitrust suit that says that, which there's a great joke that I heard recently, you know, 90% of studies have the outcome that uh, whoever paid for the research wants. So I always take all this with a grain of salt. And I say that jokingly, no offense to anybody, but, but I do think, you know, there is this concern that private equity investment will raise prices. In, in many situations, it seems to me that physician practices don't really have the ability to raise prices anyway. So it seems to me a little bit, um, you know, a little bit ludicrous, but it is what it is. Thank you for listening to the Becker Private Equity and Business Podcast and the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. We're releasing both on Becker's Healthcare and Becker Private Equity. I think watching this practice transaction business continues to be interesting. Thank you for listening.